Hey dolls, and welcome back to another episode of Romantically Lit, a podcast that features two undercover hopeless romantics who kiki and review different black romance novels from across the diaspora. I am Hannah. And I'm Odelia. And on this week's episode, we sunset our discussion of Akweke Amezi's romance novel, You Made a Fool of Death with Your Beauty. And my loves, it's been a long, tedious journey, but we are happy that you held on despite the slower than usual uploads. Sorry for that. Anywho, today we'll be reviewing the final chapters 19 to 23, but before you proceed any further, please be sure to check our other episodes of You Made a Full of Death with Your Beauty because we'll be sharing some juicy bits in this episode. While you're there searching for earlier episodes, please also make sure you check out our equally romantic books such as Where We End and Begin by Janie Garu and Before I Let Go by Candy Ryan. As always, in this love shack of ours, as we call our little podcast, we welcome all different types of love tropes, and we know we're really something now, just for you. Let us be. These are my moonlight dreams. Money dance, money things. Money dance, moonlight dreams. Money dance. Welcome back. As my anti Faye and Aline co host mentioned, we are going to be looking at the final chapters of, um, well, four books in, and the title still makes me struggle. You, you made, made a, a, de- fool? a fool of death with your beauty by Akweke Amezi. It's not the <laughs> this is my Roman Empire. This is my hill. It really is a very simple title. No, it just it's giving alliteration without the alliteration aspect. But you, you either get it or you don't. Okay. Um <laughs> it's either you're literate or you're not. Um Um That's not what I meant, but any hearse, we're just gonna get right into it. We're gonna wrap 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 it up. Um and before we start, I would like to say, um, though I mentioned Hana's anti Faye and Aleem, after reading these chapters, I'm also anti Faye and Aleem. You know, they got me, they got me, and then they lost me again. And a hundred percent, there is no getting me back. I think. Um, I'm just trying to recover from my experience this morning, my experience this afternoon, my experience this evening, and honestly, I don't know which one was worse. <laughs> I overall, the final chapter is really, um, yeah, it, it took me to a place very dark, very dark. I didn't like the way I was thinking about Faye and Alim. I'm trying to remember, I know which chapter it did for me where I was like, you know what? This ain't it, y'all. Um, it wasn't chapter 19. It was chapter 20 when Lorraine. Yeah, but we'll yeah. get into it. So chapter 18, the last time we saw our couple, um, what the heck were they doing? <laughs> oh, so um, they were having a, they spent the night together. They were having a conversation about the trauma and the grief and everything. Um, and she, cho- she told Joy about it and how, I don't know, excited and happy she is. So then, you know, we move on to the next day or a couple of days after that. Yes. And that's, that's when she's actually having lunch with Pooja. Yes. Because last week <laughs> I spoiled it and said, <laughs> Pooja's daughter had died from cancer, leukemia. I blended the chapters. Listen, I'm just trying to get through this book. Um, But yeah, so she's having dinner with Pooja, trying to get a better aspect of what she wants for the project, for her work. And we discover that Pooja's lost a child in Trinidad Tobago, which may or may not explain, actually, because remember earlier they said that 
um, Nasir said that everybody thinks Pooja's husband is cheating yeah. in Trinidad and Tobago. Yeah. But it may just be that he goes there to be with one with his child. That's now that I, think I was it thinking is. about it. Yeah. Um. And so she was like, I understand your work because I understand everybody who has grief just has this secret code to Faye's work. I'm you like, know? <laughs> I'm, well, I'm going to talk about my own POV when it comes to like arts. You know what I mean? Mm. I don't think I understand art, especially this particular type of art. But then again, it's not for me to understand. Yeah. I've never like experience that much grief so close to me for me to even like start judging how they want to internalize it and express it but no it it just seems like an automatic thing where they just look at her work and they're like i see myself in this yeah it's for me but i just know i don't get art period because Mm -hmm. even outside of that like I think I've said this before, like Basquiat, he's talking about the black experience. I am a black person. Yeah. And a lot of what he's saying I can relate to. And when I hear what he's trying to do, it makes perfect sense to me. Yeah. But when I look at what I'm supposed to be looking at, it it completely leaves me. I'm like, you know what? Let me not talk anymore about Basquiat before people have thoughts. But I don't get it. I don't get it. Mm-hmm. Um. But somehow yeah. Jay-Z does because he's trying to steal his identity. But anyways, <clears throat> that's neither here. Us playing as Basquiat. <laughs> <laughs> Did you hear how his kids want to take the wig off? <laughs> um, I mean, cut his hair. I um, think he should cut it. It's getting to the point where I'm just like, sir. I kind of like it now. It's okay. I, I've grown used to it. I don't think I want to return to pre-Magna Carta. Um jay-z aesthetic but we'll see yeah i agree I, i've gotten used to free. it he's, he's just letting it how won't he be free he's a greedy billionaire <laughs> he's letting his hair just run wild you know that in itself is art i've never known a billionaire he's who isn't free. freedom and he's like exhibiting it through his physicality all right anyway I mean, so Pooja and matt you know they have their discussion and and she says she wants to give her something to put into her artwork um, yeah, because Faye told Pooja, like, before I start doing this work, I hope you're okay with me using blood. blood that's, yeah. like, the main theme here. And Pooja's just like, honestly, girl, like, you you do what you gotta do. Whatever you make, I'm pretty sure I'm gonna feel um some resonance with it. So, I guess everyone's advocating for blood use. <laughs> we Again, move from blood oaths to blood use. I'd rather this, to be honest, because the blood oh, yeah, oath was blood crazy. crazy. Like, But then we get to a- <laughs> move on. We'll come to that. that oh, when chapter. my man pricks his finger. Yeah, I guess move. Yeah, yeah. I was like, okay. At this point, after going through two separate blood oaths, I'm just kind of like, okay. So okay. this is book three where we've discussed blood. blood. That This is a little crazy. A little crazy, guys. The next guys. one's not going to be about blood. We'll see. It's going to be about snow. We'll see. Maybe there'll be blood in the snow. <laughs> okay, the way things are going. Um. Okay. But... Yeah, and then they, oh, Alim also, when she said the restaurant they were going to, he recommended what meal to have was, like, sea bass or something. Yeah, it was sea bass. Mm -hmm. Um, And then she gets a call. Yeah, she gets a call from the nice security guard. I don't remember his name. Denless. Den. (laughs) Sorry. I I love black people. (laughs) Because, no, because. I'm just going to tell everyone right now, I did not read the actual pages of the final chapters. I actually listened to it and I found out more about the uh, person who narrated it. And I'm just like, oh my God, of course I know who you are. Who is it? So 
her name is Bonnie Turpin. And she actually narrated Children of Blood and Bone, which I also listened to, The Help, and then The Hate You Give. Oh, okay. But what was really amazing about her is that she, her acting debut was in this film in 1991 called Daughters of Dust. Oh, I've heard of this. anybody here is a Beyonce fan knows that Hannah was doing her research when that album came out. So when Beyonce released her visual Okay, hurry up, hurry up, Daughter, hurry up. Uh, masterpiece of Lemonade. Um, she took a lot of the themes from Daughters of Dust, which is a film I'm talking about. Yeah, like the about where they're sitting on the... No. Um, um, you didn't even let me explain. You didn't even let me explain. I'm not even going to say nothing Because no they were more. standing in the water. I'm not going to say nothing no more. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> so so she 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 narrated the book. She did. And I now I now that I'm listening to her voice, it's the same one that same same voice in the Children of Blood and Bone which I read and um listened to as well. Um her, she's good at doing the different accents, I guess. You said they were bad like 2 weeks ago. It was not my favorite, but like she's I, I'm pretty sure she had a conversation with um Akweke Mezi cuz She's done a lot of books. Like she's won like two, like I guess like in their world Grammy Awards for being an audio narrator. But I was very surprised. Um, cause she did a she did a pretty okay accent with the Children of Blood and Bone. It was a, a different accent in that one. I still gotta read that, but I'm reading. You should. Um, it's great. The Song of Ballad next. But anyways. Oh. Um. That's why I was rushing to finish this. But anyways. Oh. Do 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 do. Yes, guys. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I was recovered, but I've relapsed as a Hunger Games stand. We all have stands and our faves. I I'm a I was that kid. I listen. I'm really excited for the movie. I've not read the book yet, so I'm going to try and power through before reading, watching the movie if I can. Right. Um, but I'm I'm a Hunger Games stand, so I've been trying to read this, get out of the way, so that I can read that, which would be also be a nice break from romance. I think slightly ever so slightly because in my mind like the original hunger games trilogy is a romance in itself like it's one of the themes but you can't really have anything in life without a little love you know every single book has to have a bit of love whether it's friendship whether it's romantic because that is what we're all searching for as human beings oh was it jd garo who said like why am i reading a book if there's no yeah romance yeah and i agree no uh, really um that makes no sense but yeah but anyways uh how do we get oh i hate audiobooks i really do and i think it's because it's the singular actor doing every single character and i just can't get behind it and it makes it really hard for me to imagine the world in which you're trying to build um like and i mostly hate a lot of the accents Mm -hmm. and i just really struggle to do it um i did hear like one of candy ryan's books like for um before I let go, she has two actors doing it. So one oh. for Josiah, one for um, Queen Yasmin. So I'd be interesting to hear that. But I genuinely do hate the one audiobook, one actor thing. And so I cannot get, especially when they start getting really intimate. I don't know how they do it. I respect the craft. I think I could do an audiobook. Like I could be the voice of an audiobook. Um, I think I do. Sure. And, and you know what? And that's where my delusion carries me. And I don't want anybody to question it. But I think I could do it. I really do. But um, yeah. I feel like it's because you're mostly reading fiction books. 
if you read um memoirs oh that's different like and have you know the actual people or yes bring somebody to voice them i think you'll be fine that's different like when i read trevor noah's book and he was narrating i loved it like so much yeah. because it really adds to his perspective of the book yeah but when it's just like it has to do with fiction like i just need the separation to like because right. when it's like biographical biographical biographic biographical mm-hmm. there you go english mm-hmm. um it just sound and like in trevor's case it just sounds like he's retelling his story mm-hmm. whereas this one it sounds it just it just doesn't work like when i re- finished where we had to begin this started the audiobook the fact that i had already read it and soaked it in and created my own world and narrative and like mm-hmm. it kind of supplemented what i was hearing mm-hmm in some cases it made me upset because i was like in my head this is not how she said that this is not how she said that fair enough fair enough but yeah but anyways yeah so pooch is out here doing her thing um Faye gets a call phone call from denless denless that's how we got here um okay and i derailed us because i was like why would you because i said why would you name your child denless anyway we move um and denless is just like um Faye your boyfriend is here at the at the at museum like please come and everything so now she's thinking to herself this is the same dentist who could constantly see mm-hmm. us there drop her off um to the museum so she's just like yeah i i gotta go so she says peace out puja and she goes to <laughs> because she talks to her she talks to her elders like that um and so she goes am i wrong she talks to her elders like that. Let's just move on. Exactly. So she makes her way to the museum. Um, is it a museum or gallery? A gallery. A gallery. Um, and lo and behold, Nasir is there. Mm-hmm. And she goes into the office where he's, I think he's just sitting there and like waiting. Yeah, Denless is kind of like separating like, him. He's just like, okay, now you, t- you tell me if something goes wrong here. Because yeah. he was acting, he was being very loud. And she was having... She's just disappointed. She's frustrated. She's panicked and everything. Um, she goes into the office and she, this is the first time she's speaking to Nasir ever since that altercation where we honestly thought he was, I thought he was going to punch her and like end it right there. Um, Men had killed for less. Seriously. Seriously. I think he was being a little bit overdramatic. I do as well. Like I can understand yelling, but calling her trash, throwing her things, intimidating her with his. Because I'm pretty sure he's like yeah, taller than her. not like, being aware of that. To, like yeah, mm, you're trying to you're trying to do something. You're trying to send me a sign that you could hurt me. Don't like that. Um, and so Faye's just like, "What are you doing here, man?" And like, I heard that you're getting really loud. Like, are you trying to mess up my artwork? Mm-hmm. And I think that was the biggest. Um, I guess heartbreak for her because that art means a lot to her. It represents her life and her grief with Jonah. And I think she, I believe she like even had a ring in one of the in her like marital her ring, her yeah. marital ring, which is stained with the blood from the accident. Yeah. And she's t- just telling Nasir like, you can do anything you want, but you should never f u c k with my work because it just it tells me that you don't respect me and everything. The way he was looking at her, it pissed her off because he was just going on about, um, like, why did you do that? And I'm here to see you and everything. I think she even gave him a hot ass slap. Now she got no, really no, no. Upset. She like gripped his chin, like, listen here, buddy. I thought she slapped him. 
I thought she gripped his because chair. Because the way the because you know what it is, I think she I think she slapped him because the way Akwekemezi describes conflict is that she puts a little poetry in mm. there. <laughs> it's like you wouldn't even know. She's like, I felt like something like I felt like a sh- he felt like a sheer vibration in her hand or something along those lines, which told me that she slapped him. I thought it was because he was she was gripping his face. Um, I don't think she would slap him. I think she did. I think he was almost like looking very indifferent or. Yeah, but that wouldn't warrant a slap. It's kind of crazy. Over that art piece, she thought he was going to destroy her art piece. So it really frustrated her. And she just told Jonah that. Not Jonah. (laughs) Jonah (laughs) Jonah is gone. You know what? Jonah is the one voice I wish we could have heard from. I would have even taken ghost Jonah to be honest. She told Nasir that you know that. Jonah's ring is, is there with the blood stain and everything. Like you know how much his artwork belongs to me, and he felt very apologetic afterwards because I think he started to realize like I, I, I what I'm act, the way I'm acting is so stupid and everything. Yeah. Um, and that's all I remember from their conversation, to be honest. Um, wait, let me get into it. I need to find out if she slapped him or not. That's what I'm trying to look for as well because the way it was described, um. Here, here, here. Tensions. I wish I wrote it down. Faye's hand lashed out and seized his face, pulling it towards her, her fingers digging into the flesh of the sides of his mouth and pressing painfully against his teeth. Nasir was too shocked to react. She leaned close to him till her breath was raking across his face and her eyes skewered him in place. So she didn't slap the guy? No, she just like gripped his face. I think she just slapped him. I okay. I don't think that warranted a slap, personally. Okay. Um. So sorry, folks. She did not slap Nasir, <laughs> but she was close to. But Hannah did. <laughs> but she was close to. I just think it was so weird. Like, why are you doing? Like, what are you? Get out of here, man. Like, be for real. Um. Anyway, so after J- Jonah, definitely Jonah. I keep saying Jonah. Nasir felt very apologetic after she described how much her work is. In- how much her work means to her, especially this one in particular, because he talks about Do you know what's interesting? Ex. He said, oh, I didn't know. You didn't know, so then what, what did you take away from the work when you went and saw it? And this is, I know he did not know, because when, again, that speech that he made at the party, she said, this man does not know me. Yeah. In comparison, but then she didn't allow him, and, you know, he talks about that later on in the chapter when they actually have a quote-unquote reconciliation. At the gazebo. Um, but, she said that this man doesn't know me. He doesn't understand. He doesn't get it. Um, whereas Alim was out here t- comparing fish to her work. And so, you know. Exactly. Fish. <laughs> F- exactly. Fish. Fish to her work. Um, and yeah, that's how it is. Anyway. And he's just like, so like, are we good? She's like, no. <laughs> I don't think so. I'll be upset too. I'll be upset. Here's the thing, right? He overreacted, to be honest. <laughs> Here's the thing. I feel two ways. I feel like one, he does overreact Two, I understand being so angry, so livid that you go and do some irrational shit like this, because at the same time, it's not like, um, it's not like Faye cheated on him or anything. It's the fact that, and he says this later, it's the fact that you did this with my father and I cannot sit here honestly and say, if I was in the same position, I would find the rationality in the situation because what um it's fucked up yes yes there's no other two there's no two ways about it it's it's really messed up and i just don't understand like 
and I'll and I'll say how I feel about when they have their discussion on the gazebo. Mm-hmm. Um, but I guess so. She goes home or, or the next day, like yeah. So she does tell she had called Aline before, let him know, and she's like, "I don't want you to come to the gallery. I'm just telling you, right. I'm gonna deal with it." Right. And um, yeah. So she she goes back to the mountain up the yeah, mountain up the mountain. She goes, and you know, this whole time I was thinking to myself, "When is Lorraine gonna find out?" And then when I read the first sentence of that chapter, what chapter? Twenty. Chapter twenty, and I saw. When Lorraine's black Jeep came up the driveway, I said, uh-huh. And you know what's mess? Begin. Look how small, small, small auntie's running up the stairs because Lorraine's coming. She would be... No, stand in your ground, sis. I was very surprised stand that your... she did that. She she heard that car come through and she said, and she Aline? Up the stairs. Nah, man. If That's what I'm saying. I don't think I would have the rationale because if it was me, right? <laughs> As I knock on my... I'm not even knocking on my father's door. I'm opening the door. Figure whatever you call yourself. Come, Come downstairs. This year can't fight you, but I can. Okay. Let's have a conversation. Because uh, what are you doing? But then I, after a while, I was like, "But oh, but Lorraine, you don't have to come in here talking about she's using you for your fame and your money." The thing is, at the same time, like she did, she she's being blindsided. You don't know what's going on, and. Lynn Blake is a pretty prominent person in the island in the world. So even I would have like different thoughts about it. I really would. I don't know the girl. I don't know the girl. I mean, I guess. I think, I think Lorraine's um, reasonings were justifiable, but like I think it's also tricky because like your father's grown. And I also think he, they were doing an awful job of, of explaining because, oh, so obviously Faye runs upstairs, then she gets nosy, comes back downstairs. Right. They're having a conversation in the library. And Lorraine only speaks in Patois, which I love because everybody else is Are we speaking. sure it's Patois? Creole Patois. We don't know what island this is, guys. I'm, try- I'm trying not to like, I- I'm trying not to generalize it, but it's it's somewhere. There's an island accent, y'all, but we don't know. We can't pinpoint the location. Listen, it is Patois. It is Creole. It is something of the Caribbean. Yeah. Um, And it is their stylized version of the English language that most uh colonized worlds create uh, right. the colonized language we d- we didn't figure out what a- island it was i have a feeling that this is just a fictional island mm. with just a, a, a just like any oh you think yeah i don't think we i don't think it's gonna be like jamaica it's gonna be saint lucia whatever i think it's just generic okay well i'm saying saint kitts <laughs> again I think it's just generic. We're not supposed to know where this island is. It's just an island. And you okay, can, well, I'm saying let your mind kids. go wild. All right, sure, same kids. Um, but anyways, they're talking and they she keeps saying like, "Oh, like her pussy got you doing this and that." No, and I was like, "Why nobody said we've not slept together yet?" Like because that might sell it for me personally. Like if I was one of his kids, I'd be like, "Huh." What kind of, you I know, think it's any of their business to know if they said no, but they're doing all this in the in almost in the eyes that she's come out here like some kind of like mommy Wata with her like you know yeah. whatever's in her legs and put a spell on her dad. Yeah. Meanwhile, if the if they say what they're saying is true of each other, I would have been like, I've not even seen this girl's boobies. Like, please, this is just you know. Stop. <laughs> Imagine you're the father telling your daughter, no, listen, Lorraine, I haven't even seen her tits. Like, please, please. Do you know how sick that is? Like, in fact, anything 
like any case I've built for you to justify how you're behaving is gone down the drain. I'm like, what are you saying? <laughs> I haven't even seen her tits, Lorraine. I promise you, I haven't even seen her tits. No, that would, I would be like, damn, so she got you like that, huh? No, Lorraine gathered her father. I, I think what she threw she, was, yeah. it was a lot of shots. Y'all don't know how to talk to your elders, which is okay. I'm starting to notice. No, but if your elder is sleeping with, no, the rules change. No, because we have to put elder aside Lorraine because you're saying, acting like a child. That pussy, real good, huh? <laughs> no, Lorraine said that to her father. I was on the train like this, Ooh. and you know her father's so funny. He's like, "You've always been my little hot-headed child," and I was like, "What the heck? What is happening?" Like he called her like a fish of some sort. A fish. You know this man loves him some fish. He just likes to compare his kids what to food? No, no, no. He says like you've always been like this. Um What is he fish? I swear it was a fish. Um, child Let me find it. Let me okay. find it. So Lorraine is really, really upset. You were always so angry when you were in pain, even when you were little, my little sea urchin, my spiky one. There we go. Yeah. Okay. Um the Okay. <laughs> and Is that not a fish? Is sea urchin, I mean, it lives in the water, but I wouldn't say it's a fish. Whatever. Though. He likes to talk about things that are in the water. Because, like, saying it's a crab fish. I mean, it lives in the sea, but it's not a fish. We only call it seafood because we eat it. Yeah. But it doesn't fall under, like, the fish. I don't um, know the biological, biological terms. Crustaceans for the Anyways, it's a resident anyway, of the water. For sea urchins, I don't know where they fall, but I don't think it's under fish. People eat sea urchin, though. So they I guess do. it's seafood. I've seen, I'm getting distracted, but I saw an island girl do, like, this whole, like, yeah. not an island girl. I, I, she, she lives by the coast, and she was doing this little thing with the sea urchin. I was shocked, like, she beat it up. And then, like, added salt water into it. It was amazing. I was actually impressed. Anyway, so Lorraine has also brought up the fact that, you know, like, would mommy be happy with this? You know what I mean? The way you're behaving. Yeah. And Lim is just like, well, like, she'll be, she'll be upset. But, but she knows but who she I knew am. who I was. And, like, I think she'd want me to be happy and find somebody, you know, after the tragic death that she had. But Lorraine's not obbing it. She's not obbing it. She doesn't like these excuses. Like, father, leave this girl. Like, why are you doing this? We've never been so apart from each other and the series hurt i'm hurt the only way for us to fix it is you let that girl go it's like, not even that nasir is hurt nasir's hurt i'm hurt the whole island is talking oh, about yeah, this oh yeah there are rumors and i'm sure nasir's little outburst did not help yeah two i mean at the gallery three you kicked my you kicked my brother out of our house and he's like i never kicked him out but when you say this is my house what does that imply yeah 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 yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah okay mm -hmm. and he's like okay but you guys can come anytime he's like well how is he supposed to come here when my girl's upstairs exactly and he's like i just need you guys to understand like i'm not trying to pick you guys or or her yeah like i just want you to understand i'm in love i've not felt like this since your mother died you guys don't understand grief you don't understand how it can take up some of your life you don't understand how like losing the love of your life can alter you and, yeah. and the loneliness that comes with that of course and she's like daddy if you're lonely i can understand that but letting this girl come in who's just interested in your pockets yeah. in your home yeah you know it's not gonna fix it she's gonna leave you eventually mm -hmm. and he's like it's not like that and she's like well i can't believe that right now but once she's gone, we can talk. I just can't, I can't do it with you. Like, if you're ready to make the right choice, which I think is to leave her, mm -hmm. contact me. 
Mm-hmm. Is this where is this the part where Alin tells Lorraine talk um tells ask tells her like how possibilities after death yes. is, like that word I heard it a couple times in the audiobook where it's just like well, you don't understand like like what you described like when you when someone passes and you live your life just in your solitude and everything you never think there's gonna be a possibility for you to feel that type of love that type of engagement again and like he's just like you know you guys are young i yeah. am older <laughs> you know what i mean the fact that i'm able to feel this rare feeling right now like i want to hold on to it and Lorraine's just like, oh, so you know what it sounds like? You just don't want to fix anything. <laughs> like, she was really upset. She's like, you really like that girl, huh? Okay, now. And then she left. She drove away. Vroom, vroom. In her black okay. jeep. And then. To the family house. Um, Faye came out of the corner. And it's like, I'm sorry. Do you want me to leave? And he's like, no shade. But real talks, if you're going to make this about yourself, then just go away. Yeah. Like, I've already told you I want you to stay. Like I can't, I can't manage your feelings and my feelings. I was feelings. real honest of him, and I was like, "Oh, <laughs> gather her. <laughs> Lots of gathering tonight." And she was like, "I deserve that read." You know, she was like, "Yeah, I respect it. I respect it." Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, but I was just like, "Yeah, like," yeah. and this is when I, they lost me completely. I was like, your daughter's storming in, you're broken, this one wants to leave every other chapter, like, I can't do it, I'm I'm getting off the Faleem train, I'm sorry, it's gonna be a long ride, and I didn't know that, like, I'm sorry. I don't even want, I don't want to even be on the ride, I don't want to be, I don't want, I don't want a ticket, I don't want anything, just <laughs> leave me alone, y'all go to a different planet and do that shenanigans elsewhere. Listen. And it only gets worse from here. I, I didn't think it was uh, going to get worse, but it uh, got worse. Uh, it did, for me personally. <laughs> I want you guys to know what Hannah texted me when she got to what she's specifically talking about. Because I think it's the next chapter. Yep, chapter 21. Okay, because um, after she... the end of it. Um, but yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. so in the next chapter, she's like... She decides... Because he says, I'm going to go for a run. Right. And she decides to make him a grilled cheese, which he praises. And I was like... Some grilled cheese. Well, she put some she put some caramelized onions in there because she followed the recipe online. Um, and I and I think the reasoning why she made the grilled cheese just like she feels like Alim has given her so much and she wanted to sort of return the favor, even though it's not gonna be good. Do you guys not, not notice how gross that is? But she she just felt like she wanted to do something for him. That's not gross. It's the fact that the old man has been taking care of the girl young enough to be his daughter. Yep. What'd you call this? Gross. But. I call this groom. <laughs> Again, she's 29 years old. We're missing one letter. Just change one letter and you're with me. I think more than one. Groom and gross? Gross is G-R-O-S-S. Oh, right. <laughs> I misspelled that in my head. Well, try reading this. Try reading the title of this book, Adelia. You made a fool oh, of look, death with you your beauty. Failed. I um, got it right now. Oh, and then... And then we also have to talk about... She wanted to contact her therapist because she... <laughs> I was fine the whole day. It's all right. Keep the laughing in the minimum. Because <laughs> you don't laugh at work. So when you come out of work, Facts. you start laughing. <laughs> I, I, I stressed a lot today. <laughs> okay. You're good. Um, drink some water, by the way. Mm, yeah, but go um, I forgot to mention that she contacted her therapist to sort of guide her through um, what's going on right now. 
um she actually has been doing a lot of therapy especially in the beginning when she lost jonah and then from time to time she had she could just always contact her and you know they could put a session together so she's gonna have those sessions with the therapist just to try and um you know feel the feels it's always i love therapy so you know you got you always need a third party to go through that stuff now if i was phase therapist i'll look at her <laughs> you can't you. judge that's like the first rule of therapy it's, yeah you can't judge but i can provide judging looks i will not Girl. verbally judge i will not verbally judge but i'll look at you like this oh okay also we fucking old men now oh okay how does that make you feel but they're not fucking they in love all right so after she makes the grilled cheese, um, he comes in. He comes in. He's very appreciative of the fact that she made something for him, and you know what I mean. She, and he was just like, you know what, we're gonna be okay. You know what I mean. Everything's gonna be fine. Oh, and then she said, you should contact your therapist too. And you should contact your therapist as well because was, Aliyah yeah. doesn't have that many friends besides Denlis. No, besides no, Mr. Phillips, Mr. Phillips, and, and Rebecca. <laughs> <laughs> and mr phillips y'all is basically the messenger mr okay? phillips is the He's cause of, of a lot of this strife mr. i mean phillips it's is me Faye is the cause of everything but like mr phillips didn't give them enough time to process no. the plan i love a bone collector and mr phillips he does it good i wonder say. what else he got you know what I, mean? all those he probably knew about Devin. too what else he got mr phillips that's who i need to you know what that's who I need to contact, Mr. Phillips. Anywho, by the way, that was old chapter 20, I just realized, because I hopped into this page here and it says 21. Yeah, I thought so much of it. Because um, I remember 21. I remember 21 distinctively. I do too, because I said this, I don't like this chapter very much. But it starts <laughs> off like how? So, no, but before that, uh, yeah, then Faye's like, tomorrow let's go up to the mountain. Let's right. let's go see the sunrise. And the minute she said that, I knew what the next chapter was going to be. Me too. Um, and that's towards the end of this chapter. But in the beginning, um, I'm seeing here that Faye finally was gonna. She's thinking about the the commission that she has to do for Pooja, for Pooja. And I think she is going to stick to the the idea of grief because you know Pooja shared about uh, her her daughter dying from blood cancer, um, and everything. And she said that I have an idea. I have this little piece of chiffon because she meets up with Pooja and says, like, let's rip this up. Rip it up, rip it up, rip it up. And this is why I started thinking to myself, what is art? What is art? What is art? Art is not for me. Art is not for me. Because if someone brought me a piece of chiffon, I'd be like, oh, let's make a dress. Mm -hmm. But instead, they're going to rip it up into pieces. And I believe they're going to use these pieces. Um, she's she going to stain them with some blood or some sorts. Yeah. And then like put them into her um, her painting, which I think is it's, it's really cute. I don't understand it. But again, it's not for me. Um, and I think at the end of the chapter, we find out that her her piece is going to be called like Madness and Mess or something along those lines. I Again, I can't remember. Anyway. Um, so. <laughs> Do you want to talk about the mountain? Uh, um, oh, we but we, we missed something. Talk, Alim comes to talk to her first about it. Yes. Okay, got it. So, um, as she's working on her piece, because he just suddenly a little nasty. He does, and I, I see how my memory told me to forget it, and then you brought me back. Why? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. You're because evil. To, uh, okay. Okay. So, as you know, she's working on the piece, and so Alim comes by, and he's seeing her doing all this hard work. Um. 
Alima was just like, well, like, if you don't want me to see the, the stuff yet, like, you know, you can hide it from me. And she's like, I don't want to hide anything from you. I thought that was okay. Um, they're just getting too close to each other at this point. I'm getting uncomfortable. But Alim comes and he brings this piece of wire, I believe, that his that his um his deceased wife Marisol used to tie around her locks. What race is Marisol? I just assumed everybody was black okay. until further notice. Let's continue assuming that Marisol, because Marisol is typically um a Latin name, is not. Let's say she's Afro Latino. Oh, Afro Latino. See how I'm gonna her. make sure she's black at any cost necessary. I know. Um, and she had locks, clearly. Oh, now when we know. And she used to tie them with this little wire. I thought and this was weird. Alim brought it over to Faye so she can possibly incorporate it with the art piece. And at first he thought like, he was just asking for too much because the art piece was personally requested by by Pooja. But then here he's she's just like, Listen, I I like that you're sharing with me. I'm gonna like definitely take this. What he does next really does put a a rift in my life journey generally. really yeah. oh so what he does is he pricks his finger um so that to add to the art in itself you know it's full of so many things because like I, I don't know if you said Pooja came by and they broke some stuff as well they were tearing the chiffon yeah and actually Pooja also brought the piece of lace that was for her daughter yeah um and she's gonna incorporate it into the painting as well yeah and um, she just said, you can't rip that. Like, you got to no. keep as is. But yeah. so he pricks his finger with the copper, smears his blood on it. And then Faye decides to lift his his thumb where he's pricked himself and give it a little kiss. But she doesn't just kiss it. Um, <laughs> she is indulging in his thumb. No, 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 no. She, she like licks it. Then he puts... He like hooks her mouth like a fish in SpongeBob or something, and like it was really circulating. Now his like now the energy's different, and then he's like, "I missed your mouth," and now I'm like, "That's indulging, is it not?" Grandpa Aleem, please indulging in crime. <laughs> We're so anti age gap on this podcast, and you know, honestly, we should be. I'm so sorry. I, it's just really difficult. It's just, it's really unnatural to me. Unnatural. To, to picture like a, such a huge age gap. Like, I don't know. Like, it's, I find Mind it you, it's difficult. only 17 years. So he's only. Mind you, it's only. You guys clock that. <laughs> in the future, I'll come back to you. What is that supposed to even Mind mean? Mind you, it's only 17 years. I, no problem. No, in that like. She's 29, guys. She's not 17. I know, but still. the age And it gap. only puts him at 46. Only. And people are in the village, not the village, the island are looking at him saying, that girl that you're with is young enough to be your daughter. Because she is. Because he has children her age. Yeah. But to be fair, our parents also started having kids at like 16, 17, 18, so 19, 20, 21, 22, 23, 24. So if you 30 24. for a man who is in his 40s, will your parents be okay with that? No, but... It's okay. I it's don't a have to play devil's advocate like a white man in a political science class. I'm not playing devil's advocate. That's I'm okay. just saying it's not an impossible scenario. It's still gross to me, but it's not an impossible scenario. It happens, but I, to be honest, y'all, I'm about to have a real problem. I just don't let it happen near me. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Don't let especially, it happen near me? Especially when it's like this, like especially the way it turned out. Yes. With the it's, rain it's the and the fear. Like it just does not fit 
anything. There's no, there's no love here. Oh my God, there's no love. Anyway, after he does that nasty ass, you know, blood smeared copper gift, as well as putting his, um, his bleeding thumb into her mouth, they said, face or, I can't do it. Face suggests that they go see the sunrise. <laughs> Because the moment is coming. Do you know what I mean? Like My the girl is, is struggling coming. right now. The moment is coming. I'm looking at it. I said, no, no, no. Not you running from words. Um. So yeah, she she offers, let's watch the sunrise tomorrow. And he's just like, are you sure? And she's just like, yeah, for sure. Um, Let's just, you know, go up there and look at the sunrise like we did that that last time. And the minute she said that, I said, y'all not going to watch no sunrise. And we go over to the next day when, you know, they're climbing up the mountain and they get, they get up the there top. real quick they this do time. And he said he was really fast he said, he said i cannot remember the last time i made that climb that fast and then she called him an old man i said you see what i mean like do you see where it gets and nasty it took me out again like do you see again. where it gets nasty like stop reminding us you're old yeah um but then <laughs> Hannah's shaking like I wish you guys could see Hannah's shaking her head she's she's having a visceral response to chapter was this 22 21. 21 yeah um so they go up the mountain and uh immediately she she he puts down a blanket as soon as he put it down I said oh god yeah um I think I removed my ma- mind from this but She's playing with his fingers, talking about you have nice fingers, like painters' fingers or mm-hmm. some piano fingers, mm-hmm. and then he starts kissing up her, her, uh, her wrist, her elbow, her shoulder, talking about that is the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard that she's not like you know have nice hands or whatever, mm-hmm. and she's like you're sweet, giggle giggle, and then she starts you know she starts, <sighs> you know, <laughs> and um. Next thing you know, she's sitting on his lap. She's telling him, yeah, I want to do this. He's like, are you sure? She's like, I'm sure. I, you know, I got tested before I came here. You have a vasectomy. Like, are you? And he's like, yeah. Um, Um, And he's like, we're outside. And she's like, no one's coming up this mountain, which is true. And, um, you know, Akweka uses some really beautiful words to describe a erection. And... (laughs) <laughs> what are the beautiful words of Julia? She uh, could feel his hardness through her light cotton panties. You know what? They're not that nice now that you've said that. You know I was what? trying to I give... remember it very well now. That's crazy. I didn't even have to look at that. I just knew from memory. <laughs> um, um and you know what was what was interesting as as I was listening, reading it, was Lim was afraid of going that far with her because he's just like like don't play with me like are you serious like you really want us to go all the way and she's like listen like i don't care at this point it's just you and i on top of this mountain in the sunrise you know what i mean like let's do it um and so yeah they end up you know doing it because he's like nibbling at her nipple and her nipple rings and is kissing her neck and holding her and, and grabbing her ass and everything but i think for me we have read a lot of lovemaking scenes from across the books that were reviewed so far. And some of them were done. Some of them were just I have a question for you. into my heart. Before you continue. Yeah. Remove these characters. Put Josiah and Yasmin here. It. I'm sorry. 
I I can't do it right now. <laughs> you the memories too. No, too if wrong. you remove this these characters right. and put two of the ones that you loved, whoever you liked here, Kai and Kiki, Shane and Jean Viev, anybody in this exact same scene, you would like it. It was Maybe just I because of who with the it same is. circumstances. No, 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 no. Like just mo- put the characters and their stories in this scene. Right Maybe. Then. Maybe I'd like it. Who knows? Maybe not. I I don't know. It's hard to tell right now. Um, I think like you know maybe I wouldn't would not um because the way Alim was just <laughs> Alim made me a little bit uncomfortable because he was just like because he's old. He's old. He's just like oh you're so tight. You're like you know, ah, hate that. For me it's for me it's just too crass. <laughs> to say that whereas if he if it was more of like um josiah in before i let go talking about this makes no sense or like i love like i just love seeing your face like i don't know something a little bit more softer i would have gone gone into it but he was more of like you're so tight you know you're like i i just didn't like that at all but you've said tight twice now and now i want you guys to emphasize this old man said you're so tight. I don't know how that continuously made Faye come again and again stop. and again. And again Can we that's stop, what she was please? Doing. That's not. That's Can not we thing. stop? Because and and I know what the problem is, guys. It's too I, direct. It's like not this. that it's too direct. It's because he's old. He's old. Okay, I'm not afraid to say it. I don't want to see a scene between a 29 year old and a possibly he's closer to 50 than he is. He's, he's old enough to be my dad. Yeah. I don't want to see that. I don't want to see that. There are exceptions for the ru- for the rules. And he is not an exception. He's yeah. just not. And again, maybe he would be an exception in a cool sugar daddy way. If like, if if, if we didn't spend the first half of the book Thinking trying to get known in the theater. I'm sick. I'm sick. I'm sick. I'm sick. I can't do it. We just came from the previous chapter where his daughter is chewing him out. Because of what's taking place, you cannot expect me to now indulge or indulge engulf myself in this sex scene, in this lovemaking scene. I I couldn't do it. I'm sure this mystical island has a beautiful sunrise on a beautiful mountain, and and I'm sure the connection they felt is real and the love is real. But at the end of the day, in the same way, Tia Williams could not make me forget that <laughs> <laughs> my girl. I don't even remember her name. I blocked so much of that book out of my mind. Her name is Jenna Jones. J- Miss Jenna and um, Eric, Eric. You know, she saw Eric. Like, I can't do it here. I tried. I really tried. I told myself, well, she's not 17. She's not 19. She's not 22. She's not even 25. She's 29. She's my senior. I told myself, you know, it's only 17 years. I gaslit myself so much. But I can't do it. I mean, this scene right here just made me stop. Not come for me. Hannah, Make it stop again. singing it. Oh my God, and you're so beautiful. Like this, that's fine. Hannah, please but stop. Like this is a lot. Um, and yeah, so they ejaculate in unison. Hannah, and um, they just and you know they just they grasp onto each other's bodies. And I feel so childish about this, but I can't. I'm sorry. I, I Hannah's right. It is. It is sacrilegious. It is unholy. <laughs> it is. Is taboo. Please, please. this is a crime. <laughs> this I'm is so unlawful. Sorry, 
I'm telling you right now, the writing in this book is it's beautiful. I can, I'm it not is down beautiful. With I'm not down with and, these two. And the thing is, I actually really like Aleem. I think he is such a well-written character. I, I just think he is so full-round and so interesting. He should have just been 28. This should have been the story of Marisol and Aleem. That would, I would have been have so beautiful. Loved that. I would have absolutely loved that. I would have sat there and be like, wow, old love. Yes, she had an opportunity, or, or the writer had an opportunity here to do something where, like, th- let's get into that. Let's let's m- find some old people who are widows right. and widowers, and let's make them fall in love. Mm-hmm. How about that? I'll Absolutely. take it. Absolutely. I'll even take this scene if it was two old people. Oh, I, yeah. Their geriatric hips rubbing against each other, I take it. But they're described as very attractive people. As when Marisol described as a beautiful woman, so I'm assuming we would have enjoyed it 100%. But for you to... to, to... <laughs> For you to have my age mate straddling an old man, yeah, it's a crime. It's a crime. <laughs> um, but let's apparently Ali was putting in that work though, and he wasn't lying. <laughs> his hooded friend is endowed. <laughs> I forgot he's hooded. Oh my god, let's move on, please. Anyway, after you know they do their business and they hug each other and you know they. They just melt into each other's skin after having a post, whatever that was. Uh, we move on to chapter 22. And um, Faye is in the gallery or in the studio or somewhere finishing up her work. And I think the painting is practically done at this point. And she gets an unexpected phone call from Milan, which shook me. I said, why is Milan calling? Why is Milan giving her, um, calling her internationally? I said, what's going on here? He doesn't have what's up. I thought someone was dead. I said, did Nasir do something so stupid that Milan has to call and be like, yo, he's in the hospital. Yeah, yo, I thought the same. Um, but no, Milan just called to check up on Faye because apparently they're friends and was telling Faye, like, listen, don't listen to what Nasir is doing. Do stuff for yourself. Do stuff for your own heart. And this shocked me and Faye because I thought <laughs> Milan was going to go up there and be like, how do you do that to my boy? But at the same time, Milan and Nasir, I don't know what type of friendship they have because when Faye was when she slept with Milan and then like you go with Nasir who's a friend of Milan like I don't know like this is too close like it's a little bit messy and I'm not really comfortable with that type of setup. it's beyond messy it's giving princess at this yeah. point I'm I'm like she has a kink I would never date or sleep with someone Hannah has been with in any capacity and vice versa I could never do that and so I would also I don't have the maturity if you guys want to call it maturity you can call it so I don't have that maturity and I believe because you were comfortable to do so within the same friend group you're comfortable enough to date his father okay every new group every new friend group that Faye goes in she's shouting she's like I'm gonna sleep with you and I'm gonna sleep with you. No, too. like I'm scared of Faye now. Like if Faye came into my friend group, I'd be like, guys, please. Like <laughs> I, I don't want to share with her, please. <laughs> no, you begging, begging us to please, y'all. Don't sleep with her, okay? Don't sleep with her. She's mine first. And I'm told like, Faye will come and look for I don't know one of one of the friends in our friend group and say, yeah, I want you next. Girl, what? Like no, she'll start telling me, oh, we don't have a connection, Odelia. And next thing you know, she she and she and Hannah locked eyes. I'd be scared. Straddling. I'd be scared. She's calling up Hannah's dad. Like, I'd be afraid. You see, like this, you know what? I need you guys to really learn. We need to empathize here. Like, put yourself in the shoes, right? Huh? 
is it that my friend is huh? you're with my fa- you're my father I can't take it. I just can't. I think I'll start laughing. Like, I'll start laughing to the point where I start vomiting. No, like, literally. Like, just the thought of it upsets my stomach. <laughs> it makes me sick to my stomach. Honestly, you slept <laughs> with my friend. I took I, it. I took it. You went to Nasir, uh, to the Caribbean. I took it. But you slept with his father? That's what I, I cannot take. Cannot. I can't take it. I'm so sorry. Like... I'm sorry, but I just keep envision. I just keep thinking about it. What happened to you, hon? If it happened to you, your friend is with your. Let's move on. Um. So Milan's telling her, like, I know Nasir is hurt, and like I'm telling you right now, everyone's talking mad shit about you. But I want you to stick to your to your guns and find because what, he, find what what belongs to your heart. I because say, okay. apparently he also understands grief because he lost a student. Understandable. It's giving shame. I'm so sorry, um, but like. This grief y'all speaking Yeah, but of grief is, doesn't does allow you to get... I can't... I can't... I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry, Faye, that all this happened to you. I really am. But, the like, and all the rest of y'all. But there's certain things. I'm just like, you can't just do stuff because you ha- experience grief. You experience this and that. And it makes you special. I think some of y'all are narcissists. I mean, I wouldn't go that far, but... Hannah's already there, so... I, oh, do, do you not hear me say they ejaculated in unison? Can you stop... Saying that you're tight. Do you not? Do you remember that? Hold I'm begging you to stop it. I'll never let you forget. Stop. I've already for every time you bring it up, you've literally taken like ten days off my lifespan. Please stop. I'm sorry. So here's what I would like to say then. Um, I don't even know, but yeah, Milan's like, make sure you're doing this for you and Lydia. And I was like, why? Why? But okay, fine. <laughs> Um, yeah, and she goes back to the mountain and she sees a limb somewhere in the property or whatever. This is where he's he tells her that I no is actually here. Like, yeah, I spoke to him and everything. Um, and I think and he offers or suggests to Faye to have a conversation with yeah. Nasir as well because she thinks that it would make him feel a little bit better. Um, and make maybe ease the situation a little bit. And so she takes up the offer and she goes up to the gazebo somewhere and Nasira and Faye have a conversation. And do you want to take it away from there? And this is where she lost me completely because right. Nasira apologizes for his actions. Fine. Right. But then, and then apologizes for coming up to the gallery. Okay. And I guess she kind of apologizes for how the things played out and she wished it hadn't happened this way. But I felt like this was so rushed. Like, I felt like everybody has to just move on because these two crackheads are in love. Like, huh? Like, like I said, just said, had this been my father, I, I don't want to put myself in that situation. Like, it just caused something to hurl in my tummy. Um, this is nasty. It's nasty work. It's very <laughs> nasty work. I don't appreciate this type of, like, I shun this type of behavior. This is shunnable offenses. It is. If you live in a very small Amish. community. Amish? Oh, yeah. I'm not going to say the Amish. Because I don't want to offend any Amish. Listen, the Amish are not listening Jeremiah, to though. this. You're not supposed to be on technology anyway. <laughs> you and Juju Jaya. Jebediah? Both of y'all, get off now before they find you. Because y'all be shunned. Listen. Um, you're not supposed to be listening to this. I know you haven't read the books either. Jebediah. okay. Just listen to our voice here, Jebediah. Um... But like, if we live in a t- in a oh my god, if we live in a small community, I was gonna say tech community. If we live in a small community, 
um, and this was happening, you'd have to. And they do live in a small community. They live on an island. There's not that many people on an island. How many people are typically on an island? 19,000? 10,000? Maybe more. But what I'm saying is not like they're just regular, regular people. This is Aleem Blake. Like, everybody. Aleem Blake. Everybody knows who you are. Everybody knows. Everybody knows. What's that TikTok sound? Everybody knows that you fucked him. Everybody knows. Everybody knows. I can't. We have to move. We have to move islands. Right. It's time to go. <laughs> we're going to TNT, okay? That's it's, where we're going. That's too close. In fact, you know what? Y'all should go to uh, Madagascar. Listen. Madagascar's it's an island, right? Yes. Yeah. We have to pick a whole new island where they don't even speak the language we speak. Like, I can't. I can't. Or just leave the planet. Why no. Are you here with us? <laughs> no. No what? No. Uh, fine, I took it too far. Anyway, Nasir and um, Faye have a conversation. And Nasir, he's, he's rightfully upset because all he can think about, because he's a man, all he can think about is her and her father and, and I, in bed together. Does oh, he do it better? Is he this and that? Does Hannah, he kiss please you? stop. Because that, that's exactly, I'm not even, I'm not even trying to No, he like, did ask those. He did say and like, that's what it makes me And every time he said it, I said, like. ew, ew. And you know what? His reaction is how I would react as well. I would think to myself, this is not normal behavior it's really fucked up um anyway at the end they end up sort of being okay with each other ish i think they're gonna try and like quote unquote maybe rebuild a few things but maybe take some time off or whatever it may be um and yeah nasir fades away and um Faye actually decides to facetime jo- does she face joy because she's almost like in tears. Yes, because he this year says, "What are you going to tell him that yeah. you love him?" Right, and right. she has the realization that she actually loves Alim. And the worst part is, she realized it when she was on top of him, and I was just like, "Again, it had this been any?" I'm telling you guys, if you told me, Dooney and Obi, this was, I would have. You guys already know how I would have been. But the fact that it's these two gross human beings, I want no parts of it. I believe in hypocrisy. I do. And um, Hana just gagged. But um, no. she she realizes when she's on top. God. She realized when she was straddling that old man. And she's that like, she he's so beautiful. With, and like She was in love with the limb, which I said, okay. And again, it's so beautifully written that there are moments where I'm like, aw. And I'm like, oh. I, I, there was no moment. Because my mind was only stuck on a couple phrases, and I just couldn't get it out of my my mind. Um, beautiful writing. Don't say the phrases again. I'm not, gonna, I'm not going to. No, no, no. Absolutely not. We moved on. Okay, more different chapter now. Um, but there's no moment doing that their first interact intimate interaction with each other that I felt any any ah <laughs> And most I felt was definitely um when they had their conversation after Nasir. Or was it before? Whatever conversation they had. The, the previous chapters that we read, um, I felt a little bit more there. But these ones, I felt cold. I was giving everybody the cold shoulder. Anyhow, so then he's, she's like, yeah, she calls Joy and cries because she's like, I really want to go home. I'm homesick. And she's yeah. like, yeah, come through, girl. Like, of course. Yeah. We'll start. You guys will work it out. Like, if it's something serious, long distance won't be an issue. Mm-hmm. And... She's like, okay, well, what, what about you and Justina? And it sounds like her and Justina worked it out. Yeah. And and I'm more upset that we won't get to know about this you know, than anything else. I'm always interested in the side characters more so, but I'm 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 actually real surprised we don't even get like a even a couple little like 
chapters on Joy. I would have loved to know more about her and her life. Yeah. And how and just, you know, do their stuff outside like FaceTime every time um Faye calls. But yeah, it seems like they're gonna work it out somehow. Uh maybe there'll be a sequel that just focuses on Joy and just, you know, hopefully. <laughs> um, and I hope they're the right ages too. Okay, so <clears throat> After she FaceTimes Joy, she just like Joy's like, listen, like once you book your flight or whatever it is, like send me itinerary, I miss you, girl, whatever. She gets off the call and she goes down the mountain back into the house. And I think this is when we land into chapter the last chapter because Thank God. um this is where she can sort of hear Buika. Is it Buika playing again? Yeah, it's Buika and it's like in the central of the whole house. So she's like, I can feel it in my steps, I can feel yeah. it in my skin. Like, you know, when the beat is just like that's me at live concerts when like the band is really loud yeah at black i I don't really know what you call that feeling i I just don't like how does music just pass through you like that like it's crazy like i can feel my whole body vibrating yeah and the ground shaking yeah it's i love live music oh thank god i'm black you were amazing (laughs) come back anyway um so because playing obviously you know i'm cooking (laughs) I'm reading the Goodreads because I'm reviews because I'm like, I need to know if other people feel how I feel. Right. And somebody said, this is the adult version of the summer I turned pretty. Sorry, not sorry. Is it? Because I've not seen it. I know you have. Um. Okay. Yeah. Because there's a love triangle. But then, mm-hmm. yeah, there's a love triangle. So I also from that aspect, it does. Um, let me think. Let me think. Okay. It's also a little fucked up because <laughs> yes, it's fucked up because the two love interests, the guys, the brothers. And this one girl, she's just a family friend, but she's so close to the family. She goes to the summer house with them every single year. Um, and then the year that their their mother passed from, I think, some form of terminal illness. Actually, I think it was a cancer or some sort. Mm-hmm. Um, she's just rotating between these two boys, confusing their minds, confusing their minds. Like, by the time I was done, it made me, I had the same, like, anger mm-hmm. towards that girl the way I had for who is that one, that brown girl in... Um, Never have I ever. Uh, I her real name is kind of Davy. Davy. There are certain girls in this world who I I'm just glad that I'm now in my late twenties <laughs> because if I was Gen Z and in that high school, some of y'all would be up by me. Anna, <laughs> I'm your bully. <laughs> like, I would be upset if someone else beats you before I do. No, I am Hannah. going to put my hands on you. No, because you're moving mad. You're moving mad. You're, you're ruining the dynamics of the vibes here, man. Like not the dynamics of the vibes. But to yes. be honest, teen programming is crazy like that because I be thinking about the other kids in Euphoria. And I'm like, Them too. I just know when Rue walks in, they're like, oh, brother. Again, exclusively by me. Like, come here for your <laughs> daily beatings. Like, what are you doing? Until you learn how to to move in society like the rest of us like you're ruining the vibes you really are i'm here to learn and maybe have some fun why are you ruining it oh god anyway that review is pretty accurate in terms somebody of the said triangle. i gotta sit on this one for a minute because i don't know what this was <laughs> but a lot of people liked it like because the writing is very nice it's beautifully written everybody says the same thing but i think you you either love it writing or you you love or hate it based on how much you love mess and i normally love mess but this is the type of mess i, I'm I gotta not, slide I'm away this mess but just because of lorraine and nasira involved as well yes and i think there's something a little bit more deeper and we have to be a little bit more considerate when you have kids like that around 
Like, what are you going to do? Are you are they going to start calling Faye their stepmom? Oy. Why are you even... Because in this chapter, they're starting talking about, um, would you ever get married again? Yeah. How about you make it past the six-month part? How about that? Have yeah. you tried that out yet? No, you haven't. So... And he's like, oh, I'm, I'm going to come to Brooklyn to see you because I can't be away from you and I want this to work and, you know, and. And it's just like, I'm going to come home with you. They're calling each other's little islands home. Brooklyn. Brooklyn's not an island. Manhattan's an island. Uh... And then, so the book ends. They're slow well, dancing. Manhattan is an island. It's not. I don't know, girl. That's what they call. That's what New York is calling like, on this tiny little island. I don't know, and frankly speaking, I don't really care. <laughs> okay, let me just Google this real quick before I sound ignorant. To you, to you New Yorkers, you guys know what you are, and that's all <laughs> I need to know. I know you guys have five boroughs, and I know the boroughs, I think. Okay, name them. The Bronx, Manhattan, Staten Island, Queens. I'm missing one. Is it Harlem? No. Harlem is in Queens? Harlem's is in... I think Harlem's is in Manhattan. Is it not? So Queens, Staten Island... So Manhattan and Staten Island... And Manhattan and Staten Islands are the islands. Brooklyn and Queens are part of Long Island. And the Bronx is attached to the U.S. mainland. I always get that confused. I Even now it slipped me. Thank you for... I, I oh. didn't absorb anything I think you said. most like... Oh, Brooklyn. Yeah, Brooklyn. Brooklyn, Queens, Bronx... Manhattan, Staten Island. Yeah. So Manhattan, Staten Island are the actual islands. Yeah. And the rest are part of Long Island. Because, like, it's it's just flood. It's just rivers underneath them. And oh, so Brooklyn, the Bronx, they're all Long Island? They say they're part of it. That's what it says. It says Brooklyn oh. and Queens. Oh, not the Bronx. Brooklyn and Queens are geographically part of Long Island. Mm. And then Bronx is attached to the U.S. mainland. Okay. But I know most people, because most people I, I know, like, live in Manhattan, they always call it an island because it is an island. So I got that confused. Anyway. Whatever. So essentially, they're slow dancing to Buika and talking about their life plans. And then she's like, I don't know how this is going to work. And the last line is, that's fine, my love. We have time. We don't. I Can don't. I, I actually laughed when I when he said that. <laughs> Why? Aren't you close to being a corpse? Oh, my God. He's only 47. What's the life expectancy in this fictional island? <laughs> He's only 47. And ladies and gentlemen, that's how that book ends. And let me just take my bookmark out of here. Never to be opened again. Um, Beautiful gowns. Beautiful writing. Beautiful writing. Straight to rating. 7 out of 10 because it's beautifully written. And there are moments where they tricked me. Um, If you go on my Goodreads, it says 3 out of 5 stars because it sits depending on what chapter i'm on it's between a 6.5 and a 7 but because goodreads doesn't allow me to do that i i can't give it four stars though so it's three stars okay um for our podcast we rate stuff out of 10 so i'm gonna give it a five out of 10 it's 50 50 for me um if i was doing it on goodreads it'll be a two i jesus think, <laughs> i think a quick it a messy i know their work and they write very, very good work. To me, I think the plot was very, very overwhelming. <laughs> mm-hmm. I, I was not a fan of the romance because it's specifically for our genre. Mm-hmm. It's not it's not the kind of romance that, you know, that's my cup of tea, but I'm pretty sure it's for a lot of people out there. 
this my rating does not um the, the language in here is really good i like the way she described you know um when they described the uh it, it's tragic when the car burst into flames mm-hmm. but i like the way that was described i like how the days are described the islands described everything is so nice and so lush and everything um but yeah i think the these two main characters are really messy you know actually i just remember something faye did say that if jonah was alive he would have loved this because he loves mess yeah so girl you were just into messy situations like that is your your place in the world mess mess and madness and that is the last rp rp that we know that you made mess and madness i'm really upset right now um um so love the gowns like like aretha franklin said about taylor swift (laughs) that's all we got for y'all no it's beautifully written beautifully written beautifully written like i would definitely read how many times can you say beautifully written like you're it's like a spell it's beautifully written it's not gonna change it i would read akwiki's other works oh yeah um hana has fresh water i Mm -hmm. think a lot of people like the death of vivek og um it loves death even in this one here yeah they love death death is the is the number one theme (laughs) love is right behind it but death is mm, number one okay so (laughs) it's like every time um we get good with with books an age gap comes to ruin it so that means that our next book which we're we're entering to the holidays as we stay so we want to read about the snow and stuff come on deck the halls (laughs) you said that a little faster (laughs) um we're going to be reading Snow the Snow King Catches His Snowflake, a Three Kings novel by A.E. Valdez. Um, oh, it's book one of two. I, I do this every chapter, every episode. Book one of two of the Three Kings bu- Billionaire series. So my book just came, actually. It's, it's outside. Um, oh, perfect. So, yeah, we will be reading that next week. We're going to get into the jingle bells of things. And hopefully, it is age appropriate. It is easy to love, and it is beautifully written. We don't ask for a lot on this podcast. This is a romance podcast. We want healthy, beautiful black romance. And at this point, I'm dying for it. Okay, I'm asking for it. Um, Are you dying for it? I am asking for it. And and. Yeah, and, and this is this is goodbye to You Made a Fool of Death with Your Beauty. Oh, she got it at the end. Lord, <laughs> it's, it's so good. I said, I'm going to make sure I'm going to say it right. Because it is beautifully written. Yeah. And and um, if this is your cup of tea, this is your cup of tea, of course, we always want to hear what y'all think. <laughs> um, Like I said, I was up on Goodreads trying to get the vibe. Goodreads is funny because sometimes you'll love a book and you go on there and everybody, I like hates it mm-hmm. um i felt that way about where we end and begin like they did not like it that much i'm always like oh my god what the heck and sometimes you hate books and goodreads like this is the best piece of literature i've ever read i'm like one of us has to be wrong right and it's not me but um yeah uh, <laughs> how's that sound i don't know <laughs> goodbye to that mm-hmm. <laughs> Hello to Three King series. 
yeah, we're excited to get into the holidays. We will be post as we get closer to December. Um, we will be getting uh putting up a list of our top books that we read in our first year of this podcast. It's went by so beautifully and so smoothly. Actually, yesterday I was clearing my phone, um, because we had to go to a concert. I needed space to record. And I saw the picture I took when we first started. I said, aw. Um, but yeah, but we're going to put up our top five books that we've read. We've not actually read that many books. Let me count. Seven. I'm talking seven about other books. books you're reading independently. Huh? On top of other books you're reading independently. You thought I read that many books independently this year. Oh. I mean, in terms of the podcast, our top five books. We'll be posting the top five yes. books we enjoyed each for the podcast right um and then yeah then of course we'll we'll see what happens in the new year if we'll what else we'll be reading and yeah we just we're loving it let us of course tell us if you love age gaps <laughs> tell us if you love the only thing i like book. Tooth gaps. i don't like age gaps okay well hana only likes tooth gaps do you like age gaps let us know on our socials twitter instagram tiktok at romantically lit email us at romantically lit at gmail.com um have a great, 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 great week. I hope something beautiful happens for you guys. And happy Thanksgiving to all the Americans. Actually, I'm not going to celebrate that. Same happy um, international. Was it? It's actually indigenous. Finish. They already had them. Oh, well, this Thanksgiving, if you're indigenous, that, that land's not yours. If you're indigenous, please beat up a white person. I will pay your bail. Um, no, you won't. If it's low. No. <laughs> I'll pay your bill with conditions. <laughs> I'm saying just go out there and do light crime. Don't um, do anything crazy. But yeah, go ahead and have your turkey. But remember that land is not yours. It was stolen. So go ahead and read a book too. And I know our connection as black people is a lot different being here on Turtle Island. Oh yeah. But um, yeah. And don't buy anything on Black Friday. You do not need a new TV. You don't need a new phone. When is Black Friday? The, it's, I think it's the day after Thanksgiving. I think Thanksgiving is actually next week. I can tell right now, every time Black Friday comes around, maybe because it's not, the deals here are not that great. No, they're not. I never ever think about buying anything on Black Friday. Please stop making those Amazon workers work like that, y'all. That's one. Don't go in there and fight nobody. Two. Um, Canadians, don't go to Buffalo to try and buy you some Black Friday stuff. Like, three, remember every time you buy a phone, every time you buy a TV, every time you buy a laptop that you don't really We're need. Funding. A genocide in the Democratic Republic of Congo. Someone said something Please. very important. They said, obviously, you cannot stop buying laptops phones. Try and keep your phones and laptops in good condition for the longest time please when the new iphone comes out don't just go be like please like have some shame it's the same phone they put out last exactly. year exactly just right now the camera is on the left side so please just stick to, if your phone works fine and you're able to take those pictures you're able to make those recordings there's nothing wrong with it there's nothing wrong with your phone we must fight the battle against permanent or obsolete planned obsolescence. we must because that's how they make their money through those sales anyway and free Palestine, damn it! Yes, there's and also Congo. that. And and every other country every I think we country. named. Let's just get rid of colonial people. I'll start when Campo you guys Hanna's start. daily beatings, exclusively <laughs> not <baby>. daily beatings, <laughs> exclusive. You know what they say? Seasons beatings. Anyway, y'all. <laughs> Please, bye. bye. <laughs>